the raid is going to be really divrei siyum on Meseches Bavakama, which is me'inyan le'inyan ba'oseinyan divrei psicha on Meseches Bavametzia. It's a ha'aron that I heard mi'ididi Reb Moshe Grun. He is the koisif and the oirech of the Rosh Hashiva of Yerucham Olshin's Yerech L'mayadim the legendary writer, and I think it's just a little bit of chizik for Sai the Siyam and Sai the Psicha of the Numa Sechta. So the Gemara in Nesechta Sukkah, Daflamet Aleph Amet Al. So this is a classic Babakama Gemara, which is tucked away in Perak Lulav HaGazel in Nesechta Sukkah. So we mentioned this in the course of learning the second half of Babakama that one of the greatest of Mara Mekoymis, when you learn the sugis of Gneva and Gzeva, is the Masech Tasoka, Lulav HaGazel. Name of the Perik is indicative of the fact that these sugis are there. So in those Gemaras, Sukkah, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, the Gemara says the following, an absolute classic, Ahi Safta, there was an older woman, that Asoy Lekamei Rav Nachman, she came to Rav Nachman, on Raleigh, she told Rav Nachman, Reish Kolusa Vekulu Rabban on the Bay Reish Kolusa Besuka Gezula Havayasvi. I want you to know that the Reish Kolusa and all the rabbis that are affiliated with the Reish Kolusa they're sitting in a Sukkah Gezula. Rav Nachman didn't pay attention. The Gemara says, Sofcha, she was yelling and screaming. But Rav Nachman didn't care about what she was saying. So again, this woman comes to Rav Nachman, the Godel Adar the Paisa Gadar, and says, you know, I want you to know that all the Rabbanan, they're sitting in a stolen sukkah. Now Rashi says, the background was that this woman claimed that when they built the sukkah, they had stole her wood, went, they made a sukkah, and as a result, the sukkah is a sukkah gzula. But Rav Nachman was not great with what she was saying. Amalei. So she turns to Rav Nachman, and she says, It's a woman whose Zayda had 318 slaves. It's yelling to you. How do you have a right to ignore a woman like this? She says, you know who I am? I'm an anical of someone who owned 318 slaves. Now, who's this Zayd that she had that owned 318 slaves? It's Avram Avinu. The Pasim says when Avram went to fight the war with the Malachim, so it says that he took with him his Yelide Bayez, and he had 318 Chevro. So, my Zayda owned 318 slaves. How are you not being good with me? I'm the Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman told the Oilam, Now this woman, she just makes a lot of noise. Ignore her. Don't listen to a word she says. The Einla Elod Meaning, really, the Sukkah issue is not an issue. You do have to make her whole, however, for the value of the wood that you stole. But in terms of taking her seriously, when she says that you said in a Sukkah this is just a woman that likes making noise. Rashi says that the reason Rav Nachman held that all she's entitled to is May Eitzim is based on the Takona Samarish. We know Chazal said that if somebody steals wood and he puts it into his house and he builds a building, so we wanted to make sure that people would be incentivized to do tshuva, so we said, you know what, you don't have to break down your house to return this beam, just write a check for the money and you're able to be kind of this marish that it is that you stole. It's a chiddish, because really, there's a you should be obligated to take this marish and to return it. But we felt that nobody would ever want to do that, thus people would be disincentivized from doing tshuva for so therefore Chazal instituted takana samarish, and that was essentially, says Rashi, 
what Rav Nachman's taino was. The sukkah itself is not gzula. You will coin it based on the takonas hashavim hefker bez and hefker. All you have to do is give back the dmiyetsim. But it's pasha that this gemara is a medrash plea. It's enu yoyma eladershuni. This old woman comes to Rav Nachman. Says all the rabbis they stole my wood. They built a sukkah. They're sitting in a sukkah gzula. Rav Nachman is not gorus what she's saying. She says it's the havle laavu a class me v'tamnisri avdi tzavch gemayv leish lechisuba a woman who zayda Avram Avinu had three hundred eighteen slaves. How do you not take me seriously? I don't have a voice. You know who I am? I'm such a chosh of a woman. Rav Nachman says she just makes noise. Don't listen to a word. Ain't la elad me. It's Rav Tzadik. Hakoyim milublin in the sefer divrei soifrim. It's ois tezayin. He says a dover nifla. He says as follows. Could I just to read some of his l'shoynes? Tzaddik says, Ein li Yehudi lis yayish mishum dover. A yid has to know that he should never be miyayish. Bein binyone yagof. It doesn't matter if he feels on the brink of yish with regards to some physical thing going on in his life. Ukemach amru chazal. Afilu cherev chada al tzavaroi al yimna menarachemen. Or bein binyone anefesh. And it's true when it comes to binyone anefesh as well. Afilu nishtake l'mokem she nishtake. Even if a person sinks so low. V'chata bedavah she amru zal. And he sinned in an area that chazal said she ain't tshuva mayelis chas v'shalom. Oy she tshuva say kosh. Oy she roya atzmai mishtakeya v'hoyleich binyone oil mazeh. Al yisyayish ba'atzma loy mach lo yucha l'frashoy. A person should not be miyayish. Ki ain yish klal eitzel ish yehudi. Because a yid has no mokem to be miyayish. V'ashem yisbar and a Kaddish Baruch could always help a person. Says Rab Tzadik, the whole binyan umah Yisraelis. You should know that the entire founding of the Jewish nation, Haya Acha Yish Hagomer. It came after Yish Gomer of Avram and Sarah. So the pasuk says that Avram and Sarah was skenim, and when Sarah heard that the Malachim came and they gave a besura that she was going to have a child, she was so miyoyish that she left. It was like a Lutzonis. This is Sarah, who's in Avia, who ha- believes in everything she has to believe in, but she was so not shayich to being open to the idea that it's possible that she would have a child, that she pushed left. She knew how old her husband was and how old she was and she knew it was impossible. Additionally, she made a cheshman. If Hashem wanted to give them children, so why would he have waited so long? Hashem waited until they're so old, so that the miracle would be such an incredible miracle. So he should have done it earlier. So when Sarah even got to the point where she heard the Besura, she was completely The reason it played itself out in this way was all orchestrated by HaKadosh Baruch Because Hashem wanted He wanted that the nation should come Dafka after the Yer To wait to a point where nobody believed, even Sarah herself didn't believe, that she would 
have any kiyum. Because this is the whole mitzvah of the yid. Lahamin to believe she'ain lehisyayish klal. To lo'olam Hashem yisbaruch yochel lazar. Va'yipolam me Hashem dovar. Ve'in lachko b'chakiris lomma'osa Hashem koch. So says Rab Tzadik, you want to know why the Ebesh to wait until the last minute to a point where even Sarah the Tzadikis and the Neviyah laughed when she heard that she was going to have a child? It was done b'dafka. Because the Ebesh to wanted Klal Yisrael to be created and formed from that hergish, because that is the matzav of Yehudi. The matzav of the Yid is, is that he's someone that he goes through life with this hergish, it doesn't matter how bleak the situation means, whether it's Pinyoni Yolam Hazer, whether it's Pinyoni Yolam Haber, Baruch Nisabagashmias, he lives with this idea of Ein Yush Ba'olam Ka. Says Rabbi Tzadik Vait, Bechena Yeshua Dolosid, the same is going to be true Lassid Lavai, Yeshaya Novi said, Mi Hemin Lishmur Seinu. This is going to be a time where we're going to be told, You should know the Yeshua is going to come, and you're not going to hear about it, just like sorry men who heard it, and they're not going to believe it. Mi Hemin Lishmur Seinu, Bechena Amru Chazal, the Ein Ben David Ba, Aches Yashem and Agulo, Sanhedrin Tzadik Zayan. He said, that's why Yeshaya Novi went when he said, Take a look at the Zayda Avram. What was the Oymek? The Oymek was, you remember Avram and Sarah? When did the Yeshua come? It came Davka when they were Miyuyish. It came when the Matzif, it was impossible. There was no way in the world that they're going to creep out of this. It was Davka from the Matzif of Yush that Klai Yisrael was founded. And it's going to be the same way. And any time a yid needs chizik, where he feels a little bit like, maybe he's meyuyish, habitu al Avram avichem. Take a look at Avram. And g'day, tafaket, when a person comes to that matzah, where he feels like he's going to be meyuyish, it's dafke then. That's when the geula comes. It's dafke then. Says, that the emesis, you know the first time you find in the Torah, this Indian, that a Yid's not let it be meyayish? V'avrom avinu olav ha-shalom, roisha uma, hu she-pasach dovar zeh sh'loi l'is He was the one who taught us for the first time that a Yid can't be meyayish. Mishum dovar. You know when? Kishenish b'loit. When Loit was taken into captivity during the War of the Kings. V'kvar nisyashu kula melahatso. And everybody was already meyayish. Because there was no chance. He was held hostage, was light by this powerful, powerful nation. And Alpidere Chateva, there's no way light's going to get out. But what did Avram Avinu do? He went and he called his Chevra. You know how many Chevra he had? 318 Chevra. Yelide Beisai. He said, We're going to go take down the four mightiest empires in the world. It makes no sense. He said, We don't care because we're not going to be Miyayish. And we're going to go and we're going to take them down, says Rab Tzaddik. That Remez Ladovar, that when Avram Avinu went and he decided that he's going to fight against these four kings with his 318 chevra, what he was teaching the world is, is that a yid is never miyayish, is that the word yish with the koilal is being a match me of 318. And that's the Remez that Avram Avinu goes with the 318, 318 to be miskaber over the years. Says Reb I'm skipping a little bit. Venerally, the Zed Divrei Safta. That's what's going on in this Gemara Sukkah Amaralaf Amaralaf. It's half of a fellow. He says the Safta comes to Reb Nachman. He says, you know, the Olam they're sitting in a Sukkah Gzula. They took my wood. They built a Sukkah. It's a Sukkah Gzula. They're not allowed to sit in the Sukkah. And Reb Nachman wasn't Geirusar. So the woman says, why is Reb Nachman not being Geirusar? He knows the halacha. Why would he not have an issue? Oh, I know why. He probably thinks I was Miyayish. I mean that I was Miyayish, so they were kind of with Yiyush. If they're kind of with Yiyush, so now you have nothing to worry about. It's not a Sukkot anymore. Ain't la el adami So she turns to Rav Nachman. She says, you know who I am? I'm the Enochal. 
I am the Einakal of Avram Avinu who had 318 Avodim. And he taught us with the 318 Avodim, the gematria of years, that a Yid is never Miyayish. You think I was Miyayish? You know who I am? Echstam from Avram. A Yid is never Miyayish. We don't give hope from Yeshua's, and I didn't give up hope that I was not going to get back my Eitzim. And if that's the case, that's still my Eitzim. And you built a sukkah with my Eitzim. If you built a sukkah with my Eitzim, it's mine. And if Nachman said, Enochinami, I know a Yid is not Miyayish. Hold it for Cheshman, it's like Konas Amarish. has nothing to do with Yish. But says Rav Tzadik, you want to know what her Taina was? 318, she was trying to say that I'm a, an Enochal from Avram Avinu. And Avram Avinu is not Miyayish. This is what Rav Tzadik says. So Rav Moshe Grun had a Hisof on the floor. There's a Medrash, Rabba. It's in Parshans Lech The Medrash says as follows. Rav Liezer, as in Rav Liezer Agadol. He darshan the following drasha. David HaMelech said in Tehillim, Cherif Paschu Rishoim, V'dorchu Kashtam, L'hapoloni V'evyoin, L'tvayach Yishrei Dorech. Pasik, Tehillim, L'amidzayin, Yudalet. Said, Rebbe Liezer HaGadol, Cherif Paschu Rishoim, Z'amrafel V'chavir, is referring to Amrafel, that was Nimrod, in the War of the Kings. They waged war. What was the tachlis of the war? L'hapoloni V'evyoin Z'eloit. It was to go after the Oniva Evian, referring to Lloyd. And Litfoyach Yishrei Dorech, and to go after the Yishrei Dorech, Zavram, Zavram Avinu. Rabbi Leezer was saying a Chiddush, Pasha, when you Mavasedra, the Psukim and Barshas Lachlachan, you learned the War of the Kings. Pasha, you learned there was some geopolitical crisis going on, and Lloyd got caught up in the crossfire, and Avram Avinu heard that he was a hostage, and he went to save the dead. Says Rabbi Liesen, that's actually not what was going on. What was going on is, and he wanted with a matara, his end game, what he wanted was Avram. He was the prize. So he wages a war amongst kings, knowing that he's going to get Lloyd, or you take Lloyd hostage. So now you just egged Avram Avinu into the battle. And what's Avram Avinu going to do? He's a chashvayid who's walking around and he's teaching Torah. But at the end of the day, he's limited in his capacity. What, he's going to come with his 318 henchmen and he's going to fight a war against us? So the whole tachlis, the whole tayelis wasn't agav. The whole idea was the hapal oni ve'evyoin and it was litvay achishvay darach. Then it says, Rashi says in Chumash, who was Amrafel? Amrafel was Nimrod. V'loma nikra shmoy Amrafel because he was hippal Avram Avinu into the Kivshan Oesh. Nimrod, we know, his nemesis was Avram Avinu. It's even more, said Ramosha, that it's interesting that Dafke here, this is the one place that you find that Nimrod is referred to not as Nimrod. He's referred to as Amrafel. Why would it be Dafke here that he's referred to? Because that's the whole point. The reason Amrafel starts this war, by Yibimei Amrafel, Melech Shinar, what was the tachlis? It was to go after Avram Avinu. It was Lahapaloni Ve'evyon Zeloit, but the real end game, who was the prize? The prize was L'tfayach Yishrei Darach. This is a drasha, the Rabbi Yazar Godel Darshan. But I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. If you look in this gracious rapper, it's right here. I skipped the first part for a reason, because that's the punchline. Let me tell you how it starts. It starts, Maisim Rabbi Yazar Ben Horkinus. There was a story with Rabbi Yezim and Horkin to show you Echov Kharshim Bamisha. The Medrash goes on to tell a story that you might have heard before. This story that the Medrash tells is mentioned a little bit more by Rikas 
Pirkei the Rebbe right in the beginning. I'm going to read it a little bit from the, it's the same exact story, but it's just a little wordier here in Pirkei Rebbe We're going to go with the longer version. So the story here is with Rebbe Yezab and Horkinus. His father was a very wealthy guy. He has a whole bunch of chevrer that are working for him. His kids were working for him and all his children, you know, they had good jobs and he had to do the grunt work. He was working with Tarashin and he was very, very disappointed. Yashav he was sitting and he was crying. Since his father came, he said, He says, Why are you crying? Oh, maybe it's because I didn't give you such a good job. So that's not why I'm crying. He said, Then why are you crying? He said, Because I want to learn Torah. I'm a so his father told him, Ben Esrimushmaina Shanamata, you're 28 years old. And you want to learn Tyre. He says, Let me give you good advice. Sometimes it skips a generation. Why don't you take your children and make them into Tamidakhamim? But for you to learn Tyra, it's not such a good idea. So the Medrash says that Rabbi Yazar heard that he he wasn't Safridan. He went on a hunger strike. He went two weeks without putting food into his mouth. Until he was told him. Then He said, Why are you crying? Because I want to learn Torah. Go to the grace of Yeshiva. He got up. He went to Yeshiva. And again, he was crying. He said, Why are you crying? He said, I want to learn Torah. He told me, Do you know Krishna? He said, I don't know Krishna. Do you know Tfila? He said, I don't know Tfila. Do you know Brichas Amazin? He said, I don't know that either. So, Yechem and Zakai, Bechvoy Devatsmi, the God of Ador, Omari got up and he said, Let me teach you all three. And Yashav Ayabaycha. And it goes on, it tells the story how he started learning and how Rabbi Yeshua was brought to, to help him learn. And at some point, this. Blessed Horkinus, who was 28 years old, and he didn't even know Kriyashma, he starts to steig a little bit. In the meantime, words gets back to Horkinus. This is Rabbi Lesbon Horkinus' father, and they tell him, You should know your son, he's Drengzach in Rishalayim, he's in Yeshiva, he's wasting his time, he's doing nothing. I think the appropriate thing is to go there, and you should put him in Cherem. He's a great there, you take him out of your will, and like this, we're going to end him once and for all. No, nope, he heard. What his kid said, he was persuaded for Ololi Yerushalayim Lenadosai. And Horganus goes to Yerushalayim and he's going to put his son Eliezer into Nidoi. Comes up to Yerushalayim, Matzah Sham Yontif for Rabbi Yechem and Zaka. He saw there was a big party going on. There was a Suda, there was a Yontif for Rabbi Yechem and Zaka. We once spoke out this Radal. We spoke this out in the tent, the Siyam of Mesach the Shabbos. The Radal says, you know what a Yontif was? It was a Yom Tov the Rabbana. It says, Pashatim, there was a Siyam going on. Ayin Shom. But he says there was a Siyam taking place, and this party is what Horkinus walks into. And he says, this party was a Chashva party. You know who was there? of fame, Says the Medrash, he walks into the Suda, and all of a sudden they hear Horkinus say, he's a Chashiva guy. They put a Mizrach, and he gets his Chashiva see, and then they say, someone's getting up to speak. And also somebody comes up to the podium, and he's going to say a few words, and this person starts darshaning, and he gives a Meridigit Rosha. And Horkinus says, who's, who's the Baldar? I recognize the voice a little bit, but who's the Baldar? They tell him, you know, this, this is your son. He said, this is my son? He says, what? W- what happened? 
He says, how did this? And they told him, you don't understand. He came and he steigt and he tried and he tried. And there's Oiskevax. And he became, he became this, this, this superstar. He's a prodigy. This kid is, he's mamish. He's on fast track. These great things that are coming from him. And he gets up, horkiness to his son. And he tells him, you should know, I came here to put you in cherem. And Fakered, he gives him all his money. I got some mice over there in Perkut, the Rebbe Says the, it's a medrash. This is not a marumokim. It's a medrash. It's all the medrash here. And Parshan Slachlucha, that when they came in, Horkinus, and he heard his son Darshaning, Matsoi Yoshev Dairich, what was his strosha? What strosha did Rebeliazab and Horkinus give at that seer? It's a Mufurish Madras, it's the rest of the story. He said, Cherev Poschur is Shoim, Zam Rafa the Chaverov, Lahapalani the Evyoin Zeloit, Litvayach Yishre Dorech Zavra. You know what he's Darshaning about? He was Darshaning about how there was a Yidam. Not a yid, a melech named Amrofel who wanted to kill Avram because he figured that he would get him to try to free the hostage Lloyd. And his whole matoru was to take him down. And Avram Avinu didn't care. He went with the elite bias, 318 chevra, and he was able to overcome it. So what was the drush? What was the sheer rebel? the first thing you ever heard from Eliezer in your whole life. He didn't know Krishna two pages ago. And now he's getting up and he's giving this drosha. What's the drosha? It's the drosha of Avram Avinu risking his life with 318 chevra to go save Lloyd. Why was this his drosha? His drosha was... Because that's what Abtzadik said was the whole message he was coming to say. What he was coming to say was, everyone gave up hope on me. My father, nobody trusted me. My brothers, they're putting me in cherem because I think I'm drank in yeshiva somewhere. But I know the emiss. The emiss said, a yid is never miyayish. And when did Rebbe Leazar have his Yeshua? When he was Yoshev Uboicha, when his father told him off, we has zero chance of success. What is Rebbe Leazar? He's Yoshev. And that was the shit that he gave. He was darshining about what? He was darshining about Avram Avinu taking the 318 chevra, to go ahead and to save the day. 318 is Begamatria Yush. You know what else is Begamatria 318? Eliezer's Begamatria 318. Eliezer, as Rebbe Eliezer Hagadol's Begamatria 318. Rebbe Eliezer teaches us that a yid is never miyayish. That's the koyach of Rebbe Eliezer. A yid is never miyayish. Shtaka bizoicha to take this inspiration. Never be miyayish. Starting a new mesechta. And... That's a chef. Looking forward.